the demigods are running, running to Krishna, helplessly, taking full shelter with tears in their eyes because they're about to be annihilated and they're afraid. Now, Srila Prabhupada explains, because they have tears in their eyes and they're taking shelter and they have nowhere else to go, they're almost pure devotees, Srila Prabhupada says. So we learn from this how very, very difficult situations that come upon us are often the best arrangement for us to become serious about Krishna consciousness. Queen Kunti prayed for calamities. And the type of difficulties that Kunti Devi endured in her life were so painful. A mother's heart who had such deep love. For years and years, her eldest son, Karna, in such a compromised condition. And then she sees her eldest son and all her other sons as bitter enemies on different sides. That hurts a mother's heart. Perhaps more than anything, to see her beloved children fighting and hating each other. Today, men work so hard to amass millions and millions and millions, sometimes billions and billions and billions of rupees, dollars, euros, whatever you want to call it. Tremendous wealth. And then in the end, the children become enemies fighting over it. The parent can't be happy no matter what arrangements he makes. If that parent loves his children, if that parent has even a drop of love for his children, he'll never be happy when he sees his children hating each other. So what is the use of all that wealth? It doesn't bring happiness. It brings misery, oftentimes. Greed. Kali appears in five places, where there's illicit sex, intoxication, gambling, meeting, and greed for too much wealth. And what are the qualities of Kali? Quarrel and hypocrisy. When there's nothing to fight for, still we fight, but it's usually not so serious. But when there's a lot at stake, we really fight. So poor Kunti, she's seeing her children. Karna hated the Pandavas, and the Pandavas hated Karna. Hare Krishna. And the mother is silently crying. And then she sees her beloved five Pandava children banished to the forest. She knew that every day for all those years there were plots to murder them, to put them in all kinds of miseries. She was living near the palace. She was hearing directly or indirectly, about the envious schemes of Dhritarashtra and Duryodhana. And she was helpless to do anything. Not small sufferings. When Queen Kunti is praying, let these calamities come again and again, she's not talking about you know, a high electrical bill. She was not talking about you know, getting malaria. These are small things. 
She was asking for big calamities. Why? Because in that situation, there's no one else to turn to. In the case of the demigods, if there was anyone else in creation that they could turn to, they would turn to them. The whole world is turning to the demigods when they're in trouble. The demigods couldn't turn to each other because they were all in the same situation. They had no one else to turn to. There was no other possibility of shelter except Krishna. When they looked at Vritrasura, they didn't see a Paramhamsa because they couldn't see in his heart. They only saw the external appearance. They saw death personified. And no one but Vishnu can save us. So they ran to Vishnu. And they prayed. And they cried. And the Lord appeared before them. Srila Prabhupada is explaining herein how because they were weeping with such sincerity, seeking exclusive shelter from Vishnu and Vishnu alone, they were almost pure devotees. Previously, they were not almost pure devotees. And Srila Prabhupada explains in this purport something very interesting. He's namam duskrita normudha and then chaturvidha bhajantemam. There are four types of people who do not turn to God and four types of people who turn to God. The first is people in distress. That was the condition of the demigods. Their prayers were not motivated by inquisitiveness or searching for the absolute truth. They were in distress. But because they turned to Krishna, Srila Prabhupada writes that sometimes they become pure devotees. He says they almost become pure devotees. And he also says that the four classes of neophyte devotees who approach the Supreme Personality of Godhead to offer devotional service because of material motives are not pure devotees. But the advantage of such materialistic devotees is that they sometimes give up their material desires and become pure. Krishna is giving them a chance. And therefore, the sufferings of material world are one of the greatest blessings of the material world. If there wasn't serious miseries here, then the spirit soul who has forgotten Krishna would remain eternally forgetting Krishna. The miseries are wake-up calls. Krishna comes into this material world again and again and again to show us where real shelter is. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.